Hi, I'm Nishan. Welcome to another episode of Kula Podcast. Today we have a special guest from our nearby country, Bangladesh. Let me try to introduce him a little bit more. He is a photojournalist, writer, documentary photographer. He has received over 100 international awards for his photos. He has spoken in multiple TEDx around different countries. He has a school for children in Bangladesh and he has an institute to teach photography. Okay. So Mr. Akash, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. Did I give you a good introduction about yourself? Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was okay. Mr. Akash, it's your first time in Maldives, I guess, right? Yeah, it's very first time. So, for the first question, I would like to ask which project is your favorite? From this exhibition? Yeah, from I the exhibition. Been, I have been working as a photographer for the last 25 years and basically I work on I choose one topics and I work for a long time. So, most of my talk subject you will see here project i was working it's a long time projects i have been working for 5 years 3 years 10 years 15 years among all these projects all of them are my favorite but especially the child labor the project i have been doing last 15 years is very very close to my heart uh, because uh, still i'm working on this projects and i really trying to change the situation uh, so far i have take out lot of children from the factories and and uh, admitted them to school I also started a school for unprivileged and working children where 100 outside of Dhaka where 160 children are getting education almost free uh, all the money I'm getting from my assignments and from I have also another photography schools where I give photography workshops workshops for Bangladeshi photographers also workshops for foreigners and all the all the money I I earn from this photography school and workshops and from my assignments and from selling my books i use all this money for these schools and all, i also give business to more than 100 families and many of these families they have children who were child labor child labor before but they are not child labor anymore uh, so i i give them business so they can improve their situation they can earn more money so they don't don't need to send the children to work they can send them then them to school so that's that is why child labor projects also very very uh close to my heart okay so let's talk about your childhood how your photography career started i started photography in 1996 i got a camera from my father mm-hmm. used to use this camera for family photos and i really wanted to learn about this camera and my father didn't know about that much about the camera so only one set of picture of the family and i when i started photography i knew nobody from my city that were doing photography or i i did not know any institution were giving education for on photography or i did not know i had no idea that photography can be a profession or there is a book on photography or something nothing i just got the camera and i wanted to learn how to operate this camera and i came from a bangla medium so my english was not good so i the camera had i came with a manual book and it was in english and i could not read it properly although i was doing my graduation at that time the time bangla medium and we used to and talk and write and uh, make a conversation in bangla so i took this manual book to a translator and he asked a lot of money and i was a student that time so i had not that much money so i could not translate it so i bought a old dictionary from a roadside with very cheap price and i started learning english so i started learning english when i started learning photography actually so photography gave me so much it has changed my life photography has given me a life you know without photography i have no existence 
but from the beginning i was always interested about the people uh, their faces their stories uh, how they lives uh, what they do what the story behind these people I was always I, i was always interested about that and the beginning when i i got this camera i like to mention that i actually i had only 50 mm lens with this camera so i could not take picture of everything so after sometimes uh, like 4 5 6 months i i found a big brother from my city who was also a hobbyist photographer so i used to bro bro this yeah. 25 mm lens for taking photos so most of the photos in the beginning i i took with that lens i even well, i was not able to buy lens i also did lot of things for continuing my photography I remember that sometimes I had no film inside my camera. I knew I I I had no film inside the camera. I was not able to buy films. So I go outside and keep taking photos even knowing I have no film inside my camera. That was many many days that I keep taking photos without films. And many night I went to dark room. You know, I I wait. I keep waited when everybody of my family will go to bed and I will use the bathroom, turn into the bathroom to dark room. And I I used to print and process my f- film i used to take black and white photos because black and white was cheaper uh, cheaper than color and the color processing and printing was very expensive the black and white i actually develop and print myself so many nights i i expend inside the bathroom when i come d- come out i saw it was already morning and i started also giving tuition to children so i can buy films i remember i that time i was also studying computer programming So my father gave me some money to the transportation and also the lunch. Many day after day I was after lunch. I never buy my bought my lunch. I saved my money. If I I I could save like money for 3 days without lunch. I could buy if one film or two film. Okay. So and that way uh, I I I continue my photography. That's a very interesting journey because um when I started photography it was we had digital we were privileged to start with the digital era and it's good to know more about your black and white work is it there on your books the early my book, my book the first one i published a black and white book it's okay. called first light okay but it's out of it's sold out okay so i only have few copies i can send you the pdf so you can have a yeah, look yeah yeah this would be nice to have and just curious to ask you if any of our friends in Maldives who would like to visit you and your classes in Dhaka are they welcome to or is there any formal way to join this is actually this workshop you have to email me okay and then i'll send you all the details if you're interested about the workshop and then you have to submit your portfolio mm-hmm. so it's mainly if you are really i i try to see if you are really interested you know about photography anybody can join this workshop okay uh, so after uh, if you send me email then i'll send you the details and if you fill up the criteria there mm-hmm. is some criteria to applying the workshop so i have a selection panel so then i select very very simple uh, we we only try to try find out that he or she is is really eager to int- you know learn or not okay this is a very interesting way to like find out I think since you are more into documentary photography it's good to find people who are interested to go in that path right 
Yeah, this is a, for photographers, it's a, like a heaven, Bangladesh. Every photographer should visit Bangladesh. It, it will not only, not only because of photography, it will change your life. Definitely, I'll join you someday. It's You're on welcome. my list. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's talk about the journey that changed your photography, like medium from black and white to color. You mentioned that in your artist talk, ask you the same questions since yeah, my yeah. viewership should know about what yeah, actually yeah, yeah. happened right you know I, i i already mentioned that i was doing black and white because it was cheaper for me mm-hmm. uh and i was continuing doing black and white i'm still i still love black and white i'm do, uh, but for my work i do color photography uh for me color is represent color represent the dignity and hope and uh, for my subject which is very important i want to show them that they have dignity even they are poor they have hope they have light and they have dignity so that is the one reason that i don't shoot uh, black and white anymore i want to share a story that actually changed my perspective and actually shake me you know yeah tell us so tell i us. yeah i took a f- i went to take a took a photo of a garments worker and i was talking to her and she said okay wait I'm coming so she went to her inside her house and came out after 20 minutes and she was wearing beautiful dress she was we- wearing beautiful lace on her hair uh, lipsticks and beautiful and she invited me to inside her house to take a photo and it was beautiful flowers the bed sheet uh, beautiful and I, so i took i try my best to take beautiful portrait of her and she asked me to give her the print uh, so i promised her and i went back i made beautiful prints on multicolored papers i stay whole night usually i used to give prints to my subjects when i take photos i go back and at least i when they see their photos they become really happy so i went back to this lady after a week and i gave her the prints and suddenly she looks pale her face turned into pale and she looks sad she questioned me akash bhai akash brother are you only poor to you your your photos are lying i'm not that much poor i saved my money for four years and i bought a small gold nose pin and earring Where is those gold in your photo? That golds are my dignity. You are completely lying. Where is the flowers in my house? The colorful the colorful bedsheet, my colorful dress. You made me in your photos more poorer. She said differently. But that was the question from her and she said you are just lying. I don't. And she did not take accept the photos. And that question stuck my heart and I came back and I questioned myself actually. Why am I taking photos? to only impress other photographers that how interesting these photos are or i want to represent these people as a victim you know they should look poorer or they have no hope or how should i represent them as a hero or as they are and that question came from many different places people also and i started questioning myself and i then really it was it was a shocking experience and uh, for me and i i really wanted to throw my photos i wanted to represent these people as a heroes these people they go through a lot of difficulties in their life they have nothing but these people never give up they never complain they always keep smiling and that's a huge inspiration for me that's why i i i'm going to publish my next, next book it's called heroes of life and i i don't only take photos i also write stories i interview people and i write stories i have a facebook page where i have more than 600000 follower i almost every day i share one photo with one stories heartbreaking stories sad stories inspiring stories 
you know stories that can motivate us change us our perspective change our life also and i receive hundreds of mails almost every day in my instagram and my facebook how these stories and photos are changing people's life people wrote me that photos and stories have made me a better human being or before i never uh, give thanks to anybody i i was never i never appreciated my life also i, I was always complaining I see the people who are in a very, very, very much worse situation than I have, and they never complain. I get inspiration from them. So these stories and photos, and I, as I said, that I that was the main reason that I was using color. And in my photos, if you see carefully, if you'll see, you'll see the beauty and ugliness. When people are working in a very hard situation, the people look like heroes. They are not look like a victim. They are not look like. or but you can see hope in those areas because all these people even they are in a bad condition they have hope they want to change their life they want to have a better life they want to they want to be happy they want to send their children to school they never lose their hope and through my color photography i want to bring that hope and light in in front of people this is a very interesting way to like explain this in our community I don't think we would understand these things that the people would get sad with black and whites and the hope in the color photos but this is a very personal opinion in yeah. personal experience uh, anybody they should uh, do whatever they like if they do color they should do color if they did like black and white they look they should do black and white but that was the personal experience that changed my photography and way I'm thinking I don't take uh, I don't take photos anymore for a competition you know I saw I I go through a lot of photographers work so I, I sometimes I see I even cannot de- recognize people from Bangladesh the picture in black and white they looks like people are from all maybe Africa or something it's too much black too much contrast even you cannot recognize is a human being or, or somebody I have problem with this kind of uh, photography also okay you are if you are a documentary photographer you should be close to the reality and you should not change the reality in your photos and you should respect people you should give dignity to the people to really mind you know if they see they are not looking like them you made them look more poorer or you will them a victim they don't like it by the way we forgot to mention that mr akash is having an exhibition in national art gallery maldives from 4th to 6th of november and right now it's the second day right yeah hopefully we'll we'll see more of your exhibitions in future yeah so let's go to another question tell us about the journey that takes you to build a trust with your your subjects i've seen your work featured in the art gallery where you travel to the shipyards the brothels and understand that brothel is not an easy location to gain their not, trust not a single place was easy for me for taking photos i usually i don't just go there and take photos i i invest huge amount of time sometimes takes one year before taking photos i just go there talk to them show my photos cup of tea with them mingle with them make a relationship with them i only start taking photos when they invite me when i build a relationship when they start trusting me when they know me, know me better and i know them better it's not about just going and taking photos it's all about building up a relationship so yeah most of my projects what you were uh, you have put it up the exhibition are long term projects means i have been working like child labor i have been working still i'm working i want to publish a book and i want to have exhibition only on child labor i have been working last 15 years on this projects like brothel i was working 6 7 years and without camera i visited the brothel one year 
old one year or more i just went there talk to them introduce myself and i never use my camera i only use my camera when i i know that people started trusting me or they invite me hey akash bhai akash brother please take our photos and then i started so it's actually yeah for me it's very very important that the the, the people i'm taking photos they also should know what i will do the, with these photos what is the purpose behind who i am and we should also i respect them as human being not only photographic subjects you know so when i go there i i introduce them myself properly and i i mention that i'm a photographer and i show them my work to mention what kind of you know changes this projects of my work can bring so after when i visit them many times many times so i only start taking photos when i have built up a relationship with them if anyone is missing the exhibition you can always find mr akash's work on instagram at gmb akash and yeah if you search with my names yeah. like gmb akash in facebook gmb akash in instagram you'll get everything Yeah. I also have a YouTube channel which is not very regular. I have a blog also. I am I'm also in Twitter. So go okay. Google and just uh, search with my name you'll get everything. Yeah. So uh, you don't have to be said that you missed the exhibition. Yeah, but uh, still the exhibition there is another two days the exhibition is running. If you can please come because seeing the print in front of you is a totally different experience. I've been traveling with heavy gear, a lot of gear. At one point I started having back pain. that was the point that i realized i i need to invest time on my health so tell us about your journey okay that you saw already the places i i work it's, it's not easy it's very hazardous sometimes you know you have to wait for a long time and basically i don't uh, i don't carry too much equipment i keep it very simple because i know the weight can take all your energy and if you don't have energy you cannot see properly i don't use tripod i don't use uh, two camera i only use one camera i keep very simple two or two lens mainly so i try to keep my bag ve- and i don't use camera bag heavy bag i use normal bag and i keep my equipment very very light and simple uh, and also yeah in the beginning i was not concerned it's a very you know one of the hazardous job in this planet the photojournalism uh, you have to go visit many different places and there is a risk can be very risky and challenging anytime and you have to also wait for a long time and it's also depressing sometimes you know the uh, subjects i'm working with sometimes is their stories i interview them the stories their emotion their faces sometimes they cry in front of me all these stories a situation i really want to help them i just don't want to take photos be sad sometimes make me really depressed and down that also affect your physical health uh, so as a photographer everybody we should ha- take care of ourselves it's very important we should be happy and we should be more loving and caring about ourselves which we, we don't pay attention i try to exercise i try to drink lot of water i try to take care of myself but the work i'm doing is very very it's not easy mentally every time these stories the photos the people i'm working with their stories touch me i cannot forget them i hear their voices i see their faces i i was in mental hospital in indonesia all the patient was chained if still i can hear those and smell those smell and hear the sound so you have to carry all these things as a photojournalist the whole life very very attached to my subject very very dedicated to my subject so it touched me more it should be really take, taking care of us 
we should uh, sleep well we should we should not uh, carry too much weight you can have as photo of her the back pain is very common i had also do we should really take care of ourselves i don't know how like you, should, you can do exercise have good food healthy healthy food mm-hmm. you should drink lot of water okay exercise can be really helpful and try to be happy relaxed you have to happiness is a choice either you can take all this pressure on you or you can just relax and command yourself okay, i'm working on this issue maybe this issue slowly trying to help the people. so you want to when you are this situation you want to help these people that's the most huge pressure on you when i'm working on child lab i want to get all these children out from the fact want to admit them in school but it's not possible in overnight as for a photographer the whole system is very really really complicated so but you, you can do it slowly slowly so you should not take pressure on you You have to take care of yourself, which is very important. Otherwise, if you're not well, you are not healthy, you are not happy, how you will continue your journey? You will be physically declined very quickly. So I just wanted to ask you, there are other professions, like other sectors of photography, like weddings, commercial work. So why didn't you do any of those? And is it because you are happy with, photojournalism oh actually i did from my beginning of my career i did all kind of photography to survive to buy my films to buy my equipments you know but that was never was my intention or interest i i did wedding photography i did fashion photography i did corporate i did lot of work i did i did family portraits but only because i was struggling to buying my equipments and buying my films but that was never my interest and and that never made me happy I always wanted to be a voice for those who have no voice. I wanted to show the things that need to be changed positively. I wanted to show the things that should be appreciated. And from the beginning I wanted to be a journalist, you know, I wanted to because from my childhood I saw many different kind of things. I grew up beside a brothel and I wanted to know what is happening inside this brothel. I from my childhood I I I saw the transgender people, uh third gender people they're working my uncle's house and i wanted to know and they were uh, they are not behaving good all the time there's always laughing at them you know pointing to them there's insulting them and i really wanted to know about what what is happening why their people are i was very young that time and all these stories all these people has a huge impact i wanted to know what is going on there why people are the same human being treating them as like a animal or very unhuman So when I become a photographer the camera become my passport travel visit and talk all these people so when I have my camera in my hand when I'm doing for I'm a totally different person the person who are sitting in front of you is a totally different person when I have a camera with me and when I'm working and because of camera and photography is uh, I become a different person I started learning about life came I understand life the meaning of actual life you know and I wanted to I mentioned several time that I want to become a voice those people who have no voice because i saw many people they even don't know what is happening and many of us we cannot because of our work because of our family because of our, our nature of our work we cannot visit all these places but i become fortunately become a photographer and i got the chance to travel and meet all these people so i feel my duty to bring out all these stories to light and share with people so people will change their perspective people will never behave bad or wrong with a third gender they should behave as a human being no not they should not be justified with their gender you know or their interest i mainly mainly do photography photography is my language to communicate and to access and mostly to be heard 
I want to educate people. I want to share this information, what is going on all around the world. And, uh, and people will take action, I, I believe. People will change their behavior, change their way of thinking, and people will be more grateful after seeing all these photos. And they will start, this is my belief, they will start helping each other. I believe that the camera in your hand takes you to another dimension where you can tell their story through you. So let's talk about your humanitarian work. You've done so much and I'm really proud of you. Uh, thank you very I mean, much. I didn't know that all this time. You thank can, you. It's just an image that we always see on Facebook, but there's so much behind it. There's so much. Uh, so I'm actually, I'm not photographer anymore. Honestly speaking, I only take photos mm-hmm. to help them. Photography is a way for me, a way for me to help people. Individual photographer, I cannot help too much. But I always, there is a one quote that always inspires me. I want to share. I'm the only one, but still I'm the one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. Because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do something that I can do by Helen Killer. And that quote inspires me all the time, that I cannot change the world, but at least I can bring a smile to somebody's face, for even for a minute or one day or two days. So and that, from that idea, that inspiration, I started giving business. In, in, in a certain period of my time, I was so depressed, I stopped taking photos. I was feeling, as a photographer, I'm only taking. I take the photos, I get award, I travel all around the world, I have exhibition, I sell my books, I get assignment, I get money. These people get nothing. Yeah, photography change, the information change, but that change slowly. But I really wanted to change, you know, permanently bring changes into their life. So I was very deprived and I was sad, down, and I stopped taking photos anymore. And I was looking for a solution. How can I help these people? I'm an individual photographer. So I came up with the idea that I will give them a small business so they can earn a, they can earn more money and they can earn every day. So I was looking for a business that where you can make money every day. So, so far I have given like 100 business to 100 different families. Like I gave cow with calf. I set up grocery shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave them rickshaw. So they can pull rickshaw and earn money every day. I give auto rickshaw for some people. Or some, uh, some edu- students who are not able to pay their education, exam fees, I, I take care of this, their exam fees. fees. I set up a, a school where uh, more than 160 children are getting education almost free. And I also have a lot of families, uh, childless families, who don't, doesn't have anybody. So they even cannot buy their food Every day, you know, necessary food, well, fish, nothing, medicine. So I supply every month. I go every 15 days, every 10 days, depend on the family. I buy everything for them, and I take responsibility for their whole life, rest of their life. I also have a lot of students who cannot study, who worked as a maid. I bring them back and admitted them in a college, and they are. I'm taking responsibility of their whole life education. I pay for their expenses. I also pay for the educational expenses. So there are many people, not only 100 family, many people are depend. For some family, I'm their, I become their son. Some family, I become like their father. Some, for some, the, some of them, I become brother. And it's not only giving business. They feel really connected. So they used to call me all the time. Like when they get sick, the, old, the people I'm helping, the childless families, they get help. Uh, they get uh, 
they get sick sometimes so i have to go immediately take them to hospital or doctor so do you have a lot of volunteers i have only few of my few okay. of my friends uh, who help me okay and most of the time i i do everything myself okay. i try to i'm a very very much how is say perfectionist na perfectionist uh, yeah, i forget it i cannot pronounce it let perfection let yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. let correct yeah. so i try to get involved myself i want to see myself you know how these people's life are changing so i try to every moment i try to go even my volunteers are going with me i go myself and many different kind of business like shoe business or the customized rickshaw van vegetable business mm-hmm. uh, many many different kind of uh, businesses tell me about helping them how how you earn money to help them actually i told you that i'm a professional yeah. photographer i get photography assignments i do a lot of work for ngos i i, I do work for many international magazines then i give photography workshops to bangladeshi students also i i started one on one photography program mm-hmm. one on one photography workshop for foreigners mainly okay and i started two and a half years ago and already 20 students completed the workshop from 20 different countries okay and more people are coming and uh, yeah whatever i earn whenever i earn anything and i have a photography book i sell photography book so whatever i earn from my workshop assignments uh, selling my books photography from my photography school all the money i keep one portion for my i have a very simple life for my for my living and rest of the money i invest i use to help these people That's lovely. I think this podcast is going in a direction saying that there's so much negative stuff, but I believe that Bangladesh is a very beautiful place, right? So let's just talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It's a place to visit, right? It's a wonderful, wonderful place to visit. I think everybody should visit Bangladesh. I only, you know, portraying here, I only work from the beginning, only the people who are living on the edge of the society. It's not only in Bangladesh. I work in India, I work in Nepal, I I work in Germany, even European countries, you know, Greece, I work in Pakistan, Bhutan, Sri Lanka, everywhere. It's not like I'm not only working in Bangladesh. And I always was interested about the Bangladesh also have very very beautiful rich people also. Mm-hmm. You know, the other side of the Bangladesh. But I my main intention is working for the people who have no voice I mentioned. And for me, a lot of people, they complain I'm showing poverty from Bangladesh, but it's not true. I love my country most, that's why I want to show the things that need to be changed positively. If I have problem in my body, if I go to doctor, I have to share my problems. Then doctor can give me the solution. So the child labor and other projects I'm working because I want to show and I want to bring changes. And these people are incredibly beautiful, even if you see they are working in a very difficult condition they always keep smiling they are very people they are very very uh, they are like hero to me so if you go to bangladesh you'll see how beautiful people we always see you know we always know bangladesh as a, a country of flood or natural disaster or textile disaster but it's a wonderful people uh, very friendly people uh, i have visited more than 50 countries so far and every time i visit a new country and i fall in love to bangladesh again and again as a photographer for me bangladesh is like a heaven okay that's good to know so who's your favorite artist in your field a photographer yeah photographer i i, I like uh, i'm very much uh, inspired by the work the salgado is doing mm-hmm. uh, also many other photographers very, very many many of them 
for the last question what advice would you like to give to youngsters who are getting in and who are all already established in instagram facebook all around the globe what would you yeah, like you have to you have to believe your dream and you have to really do hard work it's not a journey for one year two year you have to invest a good amount of time and you have to be honest you have to be really respectful of the people i saw a lot of people they take photos of people they even don't show them or they don't say thank you uh, so we have to be very very respectful the people who we are working because if they say we will not let you take photos anymore our photo of you will stop so we should be uh, and we should be really really hard working uh, we should work like a donkey and we should live our dream that i this is possible i can do it and never give up never give up on your dream do you believe working for community work or social work it has a important role for photographers and other storytelling like individuals it's dependent on you know person you know uh, for me it was important it was very personal that i one day i got so much from photography i got uh, so much uh, god was always so kind to me and this all the people i was working they were i'm always thankful and grateful to this beautiful and brave people that they let me take their photos and stories and that's why i got so much from photography i wanted to give it back something back and that is why i wanted i wanted started i i tried to help and i wanted to give them a small business but that was a very personal but everybody you know change you sometimes we we always wait that of what our government will do what the society will do what the ngos and other organization will do for us but we should we can help people also from our capacity and we should help each other and we should start the changes from within ourselves we should be more careful about our nature environment our society and people we should help each other we should try to if we can we even bring you know a smile on somebody's face even one person face you see the whole world will be changing everyone is trying to try to bring happy you know a smile on someone's face uh but this is i think very personal but i think uh we should be at least be very very respectful people are uh, mr akash thank you for your time thank you for coming to maldives and thank thank you for finat maldives to uh, host you here in maldives and thank you invite. thank you very much for bringing me here and give this opportunity to share my work it was a wonderful experience i'm going back with the biggest smile and i hope i will come back again and we'll do we'll do other other you know, collaboration and thank you to fine at maldives they were wonderful host thank you for it thank you so much for being part of this podcast and all the best in your journey thank you very much best wishes for you too.